Good evening. Welcome to Steve Race True Crime Podcast. Delighted to say I am joined once again by Anne, who has uh, given me uh, a, a showing on her channel a couple of times as well. So it's nice to build up this relationship, Anne, and, uh, and yeah. continue the relationship in 2022. And a big welcome uh, to the main guest tonight, uh, Ronan from Official Let's Talk Podcast. And uh, Ronan, um, Happy New Year to you, first of all. I haven't spoken to you, you. since the New Year turned round. Um, and... And, you know, and I thought it would be good to get you one because you have been involved in a lot of the stuff that's gone on on YouTube over the last three or four months. And mm -hmm. from our perspective, we just wanted to get to know a little bit more about you, ask you a few questions. And, and for my, you know, my subscribers to get to know you a little bit more, because all we've really yeah. seen, sadly, and this has happened to quite a few podcasters, if you like, on YouTube, mm -hmm. have been getting dragged in uh, recent situations. And... Mm -hmm. I genuinely have reached out to you on more than one occasion, Ronan, because I, right from the start, when you got involved in all the mayhem that was happening at the back end of last year, I genuinely reached out to you and thought you really, you really seem in Newcastle would call you a canny lad. Um, I think genuinely you just didn't know what you were getting sucked into, and I was yeah. more concerned yeah. about someone trying to create good content, getting mm -hmm. dragged into something you should maybe, maybe have done a bit of research on. Put it, put it that way. But um, yeah, yeah. I want to go back to the start before we start pinging some questions at you. And of course, anybody can I, can I say something first? Can I say something first? Go for it. Go so, for see, all that shit aside, there's one thing that sort of has uh, ate me up a little bit. I just want to say to Anne, I want to apologize to Anne because I made a comment on underneath your live chat. And do you know what? The rest of that's just sort of shit, in my opinion, with the DACA situation. That doesn't really bother me. What actually sort of does bother me is the fact that maybe somebody would think that I'm transphobic and I'm not. So I apologize for my comment. Um, Here we are. And it's okay. Um, the fake and Dragine is in the chat mm -hmm. again. Right. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm on yeah. this. Yeah, I'm on this. Any, any of the admin, yeah. any of the admins who are in, um, please get rid of them. Uh, and that well, it doesn't. It doesn't really matter if it's a fake account or not. A fake account or not. It came from my hands. I wrote it, and you know. So I apologize, and I hope you accept my apology. Oh no! What I was saying. Ronan, the fake Anne was there again. It follows mm -hmm. me around this person yeah, all yeah, the time. Yeah. So I'm yeah. just telling Steve, get rid of mm -hmm. us. Because well, it's go. not funny. Ready, it's steady, not, go. And yeah. and that that you know that that is the power of the edit on the channel. And and as we discussed prior to coming on, that would be the case. And you know, yeah. luckily showing the hand straight away and gone. So that's it. Now, Goodbye. Talking about that comment, I went on your live, didn't I, and said to you. Now, about the comment that was made. Are we talking mm. about the big balls one, that bigger balls yeah, one? Yeah. Well, I wasn't saying you were transphobic. If you notice, I put in quotation marks, transphobic, because you said it at mm -hmm. the beginning of your show. You said, mm -hmm. I, I hope it doesn't come across as being transphobic. So I put transphobic. Mm. But the only problem was... That mass detective, you were doing well, you were doing great, no problems when you were responding to it. Mm -hmm. It was that mass detective decided to jump in and he just mm -hmm. made it all the more worse. And so I thought, well, do you know what? I might as well just come out of this because he was being insulted, he was being dismissive. Who cares, you know, and all this business? Mm -hmm. uh, just move on. And I thought, I'm not mm -hmm. even saying it was transphobic, but I didn't think it was transphobic. Mm -hmm. Because yeah, well, I, yeah, yeah, I'm intersex, so you can't be transphobic towards me because I'm intersex. I'm not oh, a right. trans woman, but no, that didn't bother me. It's just that I say, if I would have been really upset by it, I would have done a video or cut into you. But that mass detective one, I 
not a big fan of him. That's all I'll say. I'm not a big fan. Okay, that's I, I accept that. I accept that fully. Yeah. And um, listen, at least we can put that to bed then. Yeah, thank you. Thank fine. you. That's good. And William, this isn't set up to to have a pop at uh, Ronan. Believe you me, William, that isn't my style. And you'll get to know me if you're a first-time viewer or you've watched me a few times and you've got a misconception of what I'm all about. Um, I think you'll see that that isn't what this is about. This is about getting to know Ronan a bit more because, mm -hmm. you know, I've, I've, I've come across a few different channels over the last few weeks um, and I've made my own opinions like everybody else does. Um, and I genuinely think Ronan's got a good platform to build on. I think he could really do well. And I think, look, there isn't a guidebook to being a YouTuber. Um, we've all got different personalities. We've all got different characters. We're all different races, sexes, colours, creeds, whatever. And what makes a good podcast? Well, content, of course. Interview style can help. Yeah, and I've, But I've, I've seen a little bit of criticism of you, but I think a lot of it is because... Um, you know, because if you're getting involved in certain situations. And I've mm -hmm. I made a promise to my subscribers at the end of last year, I don't want to get sucked into that whole madness again. Um, I said what I had to say. I got dragged into it, not because of any other reason than, you know, there was a there was a, a, um, a conflict between me and that person. And I just don't want to get sucked back into that anymore. I want to, I want to concentrate. I want 2022 to be a positive year for podcasters in general. And if I can help that, great stuff. And that's why I reached out to you, Ronan, because I wanted to know a bit more about you. And we, we don't know a great okay. deal about you, Ronan. So tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where were you, where were you brought up? Where were you born? You know, what, what, what was your, what was your family life like? Well, look, I haven't, I haven't really told the full story because, you know, one of the reasons is I have family watching and what I will do is I'll, I'll, t I'll give you a wee bit of, um, well, actually most of it, um, of my teenage life. So I grew up in rural Ireland on a farm. And uh, I had a great childhood, great mom, great dad. My dad's a dub, and my mom's from the north, and they met in Dublin. So I came up to the north. I lived in Dublin for about two years of my life. Came up to the north, and, and my dad moved up too. And so it was all fine. My childhood was fine until I hit about 14, 15, and I got into drugs very badly. So between 15 and I would say 19 is a blur. I can't really remember much of that part. Well, I can and I can't. It's when I say drugs, I wasn't a bad person, um, uh, but uh, there was definitely an element where I was going down this road that I shouldn't have been going down. Um, uh, there was no excuse for it. I had good parents, I had good grandparents, and I had a good family. And uh, at the age of nineteen, I had to make a decision. A lot of my friends are dead now because they didn't sort of go down the same path as me. Um, but I'm glad I made the decision to sort of. Uh, take the path away from drugs and um, but yes for from 15 14 15 to 19 was a very drugs were a big part of my life not heroin or cocaine it was ecstasy um, and speed and weed if you call weed a drug but it was a uh, ecstasy and speed was my go-to drug and it was very heavy on that for most for, for that period of my life and um, uh, and at just that time in my life, I got to meet a lot of characters. Uh, I was able to speak to people. I was able to, to talk to people from all walks of life, Protestant, Catholic, Hindu, black, white, uh, you know, and anybody of any gender or whatnot. And uh, I just thought, you know what, through, throughout this pandemic, I thought, you know what, I may as well just start a podcast and just start talking to people online and get it recorded. Can I just say something now, know about this, um, you know, that we know what we're talking about that when you've interviewed a certain person that's all kinds mm -hmm. of steady going over now i never found that problematic myself and i tell you why because 
I don't think people get it. Are you supposed to be an interviewer or an interrogator? They're two completely different things. Mm -hmm. And this, you must research up on the person. Mm -hmm. You must research up on the person. Mm -hmm. Look, look, you've got the perfect two scenarios. You interviewed Craig. That was an interrogation. Mm -hmm. You have to research up on them. But when someone comes on your show, you're not going to go into a big, long um, thing. You know, history search them. When you go on television and you're interviewed, they don't mm -hmm. research into your history. They don't do that. They just say, we want you to talk about this, talk about it. The radio mm -hmm. the same. Mm -hmm. They don't go doing a background check. So I think that was that was really unfair the way that was thrown at you. Because mm -hmm. if every time someone comes on your show, you start interrogating them, you won't mm -hmm. last long. They'll just avoid going on your show. That's it. That's true. Yeah, that's very, that's very, that's very true. And, and what I will say in regards to the uh, video Craig one, I should have, I should have dealt with Deca in that way, right? But I why sh should you? Because I think I titled it as the hard questions, and I oh, didn't, really, okay. I didn't ask, I didn't ask him the hard questions. I actually, to be honest with you, if you want to, if you want to know my mind frame going into that, uh, I basically, I thought the true media's, the karma corners, the honest truths, all the other sort of. Uh, podcasts and channels out there i thought they were all not legitimate sort of platforms and that they were trolls so i didn't go near them and it was only after that that i actually sort of researched into what they were saying and actually done you know sort of done a wee bit of homework myself and i found out well hold on there was questions i didn't ask actually if i look i can't even watch that podcast back to be honest with you because it, it sort of eats me up inside um even deck himself uh halfway through sort of looks to me as if to say have you got nothing more and i didn't i didn't have anything more because i just didn't go into it prepared i did title it the hard questions and i sort of felt sorry for video craig because anybody coming on with any allegations convictions or sort of uh, anything like that i was going to grill them hard and uh you know and that's just the way it went you know i sort of i felt like i sort of had to not destroy somebody to redeem myself but I put the point down to everybody on the channel. If you're coming on here um, to tell your life story and you've got allegations against kids or women and you're not providing me with some type of paperwork that you didn't do this, then you're going to get grilled hard. And that's the bar that I set for my channel now. Mm. That's my mind frame about it. We can't hear you, Steve. Yeah, sorry, I put it on mute because I had uh, things going on in the background. Yeah, I think genuinely speaking... Um, you know, doing a podcast, you know, as I said right at the start, there isn't there isn't a, a rule book there, but there are simple guidelines to follow. And I just think, I just think you jumped too soon, or maybe jumped too quickly into that particular situation. And I think you did. You've learned a lot in a short space of time. If you if you're mm -hmm. going to go to video Craig, I thought you you were a lot harder with him. A lot. Uh, mm -hmm. You, you tried to ask him a lot more in depth questions. You you were a bit more. You know. You got involved. You, you stood your ground. You got involved in it, and I think, you know, listen. I, he, he chose your channel to come on and 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 give an account, and that's it. And I think we've all got to realise that Anne Anne knows us only too well. That you put your head above the parapet. It's one of my favourite sayings on my platform. You put your head above the parapet. It's there to be mm. shot at. And unfortunately, you know, there will be always something that somebody will be able to throw at you. It might mm. it might be something in it might it might be that you've got a squeaky clean record. You've never done a bad thing in your life. So what people will pick on is your sexuality. They'll pick on your mm -hmm. religion or they will pick on your politics. Three big pick things. That, 
three big things that cause an argument on a social media platform. Things that you are guaranteed on a social media platform. If you say, um, I vote Labour, then you're guaranteed to have Conservatives, yeah. Liberals, Greens, um, fascists, anti-fascists, all having a pop at you. And this is this is the problem. Religion. You live in a country where religion is is torn people's lives apart. Mm -hmm. And I'm mm -hmm. sure that I, I, you know, I'm sure that is a topic that you would probably not consider to discuss on yours on a regular basis because of the you know the the problems that would probably cause on your platform. Well, I'll tell you, that people don't realise the little the little subtle remarks that people leave on my channel. I get a lot of this um, you get so YouTube works they'll censor any bad words right mm -hmm. but there's there's certain sectarian words that aren't in the sort of algorithm of YouTube so I'll get called you're nothing but a dirty tig you're a fenian and what that is they're just basically referring to me as a Catholic right and that's a, a, a Catholic uh, nationalist living in Northern Ireland now that's a that's a, I don't really care I have friends that would say that to me on a on a regular basis as a joke thing but on YouTube, it's not seen as a joke, and these little words sort of fly by. It doesn't bother me in the slightest, by the way. I don't really mind at all, you know. But um, there is an element, and I, I do. I'm getting a lot of text messages from people wanting to cover Northern Ireland, and the one is, "Why do you not do more about Northern Ireland with the paramilitaries?" And the answer to that would be is because they are active, and mm. these aren't these aren't just your bog standard gangsters. These people will know where I live. I've had checks done on me already. I've been contacted by people to say, "Listen, listen, we've done checks on you. You're 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 signed as a pound son. We support what you do, and um, but just don't overstep the mark with certain things." And I, I, I put that feather in my cap and says, "Okay, sir, that's dead on. I'll I'll take that as advice, and I just I just move on." So I, I know not to cross the the line with that one. But don't have people. I mean, you can take advice off people, but don't have people telling you that because you're Northern Irish, you should be no, doing no. Northern Irish things. Because it's like it would be like someone saying to me that I could never do anything but Liverpool things. You just do. No, these were these were good. Do. These were these were generally good people. These were generally uh, good people from my area, from my mm -hmm. area, and uh, they weren't bad people. They weren't well in the sense that you know they were probably bad people back in the day but they they warned me to say look there's a lot of stuff going on here with certain groups um, and if you start diving into things you know uh, there's a lot of people watching these podcasts even if you're getting low viewer viewers like me I'm only I've only started so I'm getting low views and um, but there's people watching them and uh, you just have to be very very careful what you say because you could say something and it could open a whole can of worms like oh, yeah. you would I would love to sit and talk about the INLA um about the IRA, about the UVF, and um, the LVF. I, you know, I've got so many stories. I've got people that could come onto my channel and talk about these things, but you're putting people at risk because a lot of these things are still active to this day. Um, and these aren't these aren't kids with guns. These are organised men that will that, can, that will ruin your life in any way, shape, or form. So you have to be very careful um, on this sort of public platform. Yeah, you, you do, and don't you? You have to make sure that, you know, you, you do your research. That's the key. And make sure that if, you, if, you've, got a, if you've got a point to make, make sure you can back it up. Um, exactly. Gen, oh, genuine, God, yeah. Genuinely with facts, and I think that's the key, isn't it? Yeah, you've got to um, get all Because someone out there, I've always said about the internet, right? Some of the greatest detectives are on the internet on social media and if they all joined police forces i'm telling you now the um solving of crime rates would go sky high it would be 
brilliant because they'll find out something they'll find on you. Then you have total nerds who think they're detectives and they just put the most ridiculous things together. They put two and four together and come up with 16. And, you know, it's people like that, you just have to let them get on with it. And there is a culture on um, YouTube as well of trying to bring people down. Now, I've never seen the logic in that. You can have a go at, well, I've had a go at your own, and you know what, you have. You can have a go at someone, yeah. But going out and trying to bring them down, mm-hmm. I just because they don't agree with what you're saying, mm-hmm. or they're not saying what, and this nothing people do. They dictate you. Oh, hey, well, I'm not going to because I'm not going to sub to you anymore. I'm going to go away. And it's like, well, go stop telling me what mm-hmm. I'm going to be doing on mm-hmm. my start mm-hmm. your own channel. Looks like you do this. You'll get that. But you most probably go wrong it. You yeah. do this, you do that, and it's like I tell you what, you pay me wages, you pay me internet connection, then I'll do it for you. Yeah, yeah. I, that's yeah. the thing I don't like. <clears throat> it's one thing making the suggestion, but another thing actually to get all shirty. And then mm-hmm. you get that line, which always makes me laugh, Steve, it does, where they say, Oh yes, well, I'm disappointed. Bye. As if you're going to be like crying in your hands. Oh my God, they left me. They left me with the two soaps. What am I going to carry on? It's like, oh, get real. So it's. Do you, it, do you ever get? Do you ever get the people? There's definitely somebody um, who I know. It comes up on your your emails, and they they sub, and then they unsub, and then they sub, and then they yeah. unsub, and they do yeah. this all day. And then you you go into your emails, and you've got like sort of like twenty emails of these people subbing and unsubbing, and you're like. What, 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 what's, what's going on here like this is you know this is crazy so i just i had to block my emails because it was just i was doing my head in. what i had was i had um the what is truth gang onto me and but they do they'd all sub to me it was 30 it was always 30 that's how i knew it was happening then they'd wait a little while then i put another video up then they don't sub as if to make it look like, oh, you're doing rubbish, and they've done so. And it'd be like, I know what you're getting up to. And it Is that work. what they do? I didn't realise that. Is yeah. that what they actually do? That's crazy. So if, the, you, if you get a whole group, I've got a group that hates me, and the whole mission in life is to hate on me and Sean Atwood's another one. We get the same people attacking us. And that's what they'll do. And one of them said, oh, if you see now, Anne keeps on getting followers, then they lose them. And it was like, yeah, I know what you do. And <laughs> I'm not stupid. Can I, can I, I just, yeah, can I just say something? Can I just say something? Just your opinion on this, Anne and Steve. I've sort of looked at Sean's life a little bit, and this isn't me calling Sean out, by the way, because I actually, Sean out was one of the, you know, he's, a, he's actually an inspiration for me to come on here because I think his story is amazing. Um, but just looking back, is is. Is there holes in his story? Is there is, is, is there things dramatized for the public and it actually wasn't, as, as he said, he wasn't this kingpin? Because Sammy the Bull states to this day, no. uh, he, had no in, in, he had no involvement in with Sean Atwood. Now, take no notes of what Sammy the Bull said. Sean, mm. as he said, Sean was what he said he was. He did go to prison. He mm. did do his sentence. The reason why he's got these, and I've said it before, these strange affects, really weird affects he's got, his mm-hmm. facial expressions, all that, is because he's got um, mental health issues. He's got because he's got trauma, post traumatic stress disorder, he mm. suffers from. 
But he was a kingpin, if you want to call it that, a kingpin. He, um, Sammy the Bull, he worked with his son. He met mm -hmm. his son. It wasn't Sammy the Bull, but the way the trolls, the same trolls who just mentioned the what is truth trolls, went to him and started staying it up. So mm -hmm. Sammy the Bull just responded, not knowing actually what Sean had been saying, that it, mm -hmm. but it was his son he did it. But does he, I'd say it's not that he makes things more elaborate, it's what he's not telling you happened. And that's what I've always said. There's a very shady part. And I've said this publicly before to Sean Atwood. A very part where you wonder what's going on in the background. And when he's mm. giving you these stories about, let's say, wild man. Oh, wild man and all this business. You just know that you're not hearing the really worse things about what wild man might have got up to or what sean got up to mm -hmm. so in my mind it, it's accounts look right the federal office in america the court system all have it on their files now unless mm -hmm. he hacked in somewhere and put in a load of lies which is impossible his story's true it is a true story. I'm not saying I'm not saying the story's not true, but I, I have family in South Boston, Southeast. Everybody knows the Southeast. Um, and mm. I sort I sort of put the failures out and I says, Listen, guys, just do me a wee favor, would you just check out Sean Atwood in America? And they can do that, like they can do that. And uh they says, Look, uh, he definitely was a player, but he wasn't a kingpin. Well, it's that weird, isn't it? Is he kingpin or not? Because it's the whole thing is it's this what I've said as well, and other people have picked up on. Which is actually disturbing. Before Sean got out of prison, his father started up that podcast thing and get out and in together. His first thought was his father, right, get in and start in with this, which I think is quite disturbing. I'll just mm. say that about it. It's disturbing because a lot of the time people, and I'm not going to go into it, don't know about how Sean was brought up. But mm -hmm. it's like, let's make money out of it. And so he's going to call himself a kingpin. That's what he's yeah. going yeah. to do. He's an, he's, an educated, he's an educated man. And I always said, looking at Sean, the difference between Sean and, uh, you know, for instance, a drug dealer is Sean's a businessman, first and foremost. Oh. So you get, a, you get a businessman and you get a drug dealer. If you're a businessman, you're probably not yeah. going to be involved in a lot of violence. Right. And I think that's where the sort of conflictions lie, is a lot of these people, especially in Arizona, you know, you got a lot of gangs, you got a lot of sort of Mexicans coming in um, and South Americans coming in here, just very, very violent people. And yeah. they, you know, to see Sean, this flamboyant guy, maybe bringing in massive amounts of, of ecstasy, great, great ecstasy that which he was bringing in, you know, in the sense he probably was a kingpin, but in, I suppose in the United States sense, it was probably just to maybe that area, Arizona area. Just say I mean, I've, read his, I've read his book Hard Time. Be uh, yeah. Happy mentions the Banged Up Abroad documentary, which is still widely available, I think, on YouTube, Ronan, if you haven't watched mm -hmm. it already. Um, and I've yeah. met Sean, I've only met Sean twice. Obviously, I did two interviews mm -hmm. with him on his channel. I can only speak as I find, and I, I've found Sean to be a gentleman. I found him to be mm -hmm. um, a genuine guy um, and somebody who literally is just a podcaster asks questions. Did I do my research before I went down to be interviewed? Him? No. I looked, I looked, I looked online and that was it. I didn't, I didn't find any, any skeletons in his cupboard. Obviously I've seen what's happened over the last uh, couple of, you know, couple of years since, you know, since lockdown, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen all the accusations leveled at him and I've seen today, obviously, listen, people have got an issue now because you won't get off the fence with, with that other issue, which again, I'm, I'm reluctant to talk about it and, and go on about it because it's something which has dominated my channel over the last few months because it's had to. However, 
again, I'm not going to mention his name, but he, you know, Sean is now being, I guess, um, attacked, um, questioned um, by people in, in his comments section, which I know he doesn't pay attention to. But now there's been a couple of videos put out. Karma Corner, who I, who I support on this channel, I've got to be honest, because I think he does a fantastic job in putting a lot of, a lot of stuff out there in his own imitable way. And mm -hmm. he's now questioning why Sean hasn't got off the fence with regards to that particular situation. Now, Sean is going to come onto the channel again, I know, uh, on the 21st. I'm going to ask him the question. We'll see. I mean, there's a lot can happen between now and the 21st, of course. But, I, I mean, Ronan, you, you know, you you came off the fence. Now I'm going to come to Anne. Ronan, you mm -hmm. came off the fence. Um, mm -hmm. You know, you, you said, you know, it became too much. I, I, I saw and heard things. You know, you, you spoke to John from Criminal Underworld the same as I did. Um, mm -hmm. you know, you, I think you made your own mind up, didn't you? This wasn't, can I, can I, can I give you, can I give you my thinking on the whole process if you, if you yeah. mind? So, uh, first off, I couldn't, I can't believe the people, the people who came to me first, right? I sort of researched them and I was like, well, I'm not going to believe that person because that person is just, pardon me, that person's just full of shit. Mm. There's a troll campaign. They're trying to bring this guy down. And if anything, they're actually hurting victims by putting this stuff out on the internet to get a because you're not going to get a conviction. So what is this? Are we going to put this stuff out here just to ruin a man's life and not care about a, a potential victim? Or are we going to just do this the proper way, collect as much evidence like the like the sort of online investigators that we are and hand this to the police so we can get a conviction for the victims and potential victims in the future, right? So these people, in my opinion, uh, you know, they... When they came to me and I, I I seen what they were posting, I sort of thought to myself, well, this is bollocks. This is the biggest load of shit. It's not true. They're trying to bring this man down. Um, and I thought, you know, there was one man that changed my mind. Now, I'm not saying the deck is guilty of all the allegations because I don't know their allegations, right? I don't know, right? But what he showed on his paperwork is that he does have a sexual, con uh, a sexual conviction against the lady in a nightclub. So that, you know, and he had that religious thing, which he never told anybody. So he does have that on his record, right? And he has spoke about that and he's been animated about that and he's told people about that. And people just might have to take his word for that. Now, the thing is, Ronan, right? Yeah. Sorry. The, when yeah. I jumped right off the fence was that um, I'm releasing my people in. That's when I thought, no, forget it, mate. You're playing here. Yeah. Mm. And I think now it's suddenly sinking in. Oh, good god but mm -hmm. no he has to you know it's that situation where it's like go on ruin your own chances but he was playing with people's and i don't even give him much so i could and, and i come from the standpoint where i want Deca to be innocent because if deck is innocent then that means there's no victims right regardless of lies and all that there if that if deck is innocent but there's people coming from this standpoint where they want him to be guilty Oh, right. there's people who are yeah. gagging for them. Yes, so they they they, they don't care that there's victims. Yeah. See, this is this is the standpoint here. Excuse my language. Fuck Decca. Fuck mm. what I think. Fuck what the Steve yeah. Wraiths and, and the Anne thinks. Apart, excuse my language there. What about potential victims in this here? If mm. Decca is innocent, exactly. then that means there's no victims. But people are coming from this view where they want him to be guilty. Want him to be. They want them. They'll do. The, they'll go to yeah. any measure. They'll do. They'll do anything. They'll play foul play, and they'll put information out there that will actually not will not uh, go forward with a conviction. Now, John contacted me, and uh, John, I says to John, "Look, 
even with the evidence that you've provided me here, I can't say the deck is guilty in these things because there's, there's just a lot, there's a lot of allegations. But what I will say is where I'm now on the fence, now I'm off the fence and where I come from here is DECA has to answer this. He needs to provide an enhanced DBS. I know there's Patty Conroy's and there's other ones out there saying that, you know, what, what does it matter about an enhanced DBS? What does it matter? So the allegations are just going to be on it. Well, an enhanced DBS will prove if there's anything else that people don't know about. And that's the key in this whole scenario. So, you know, he didn't provide an enhanced DBS. This isn't me throwing DECA under the bus, by the way. If, he, if that man's innocent, if that man has literally, if everything he says is true, then that means he must be going through turmoil. But if I was going through turmoil, and if that was me, and if I was accused for one week of one allegation, I would get an enhanced DBS, and I would probably get a lie detector too, just to prove, just to say, look, it didn't do anything. Well, That's my the, standpoint. The thing is, as I've said before, he's got to do it. He's put himself in that position now. He's got to do it. Mm. But I'd also say that, he can do it, but there'll still be people attacking him. As you said, there's people that want him to be guilty, and that's so mm. prevalent. I see this so much. Oh, God, God. And it really, you think, what's wrong with these people? You get these people who want to believe, you know, that there's on every street corner, there's a satanic temple, and they are torturing and murdering children, and they're getting women pregnant to get the babies out and kill them. And it's happening everywhere on every corner. And they really get wound up about it. And you say, well, look, Maybe somewhere in the world, look, we all know human humans, there's no depth that we won't go to, some of us. Now, there's going to be somewhere that something's happening, but I think it's going to be a rare event, but they say that it's happening all the time. Now, you say to them, why hasn't there ever been any evidence brought forward? Why haven't we actually seen these temples? If they're that prevalent, in the years that this has been going on, you'd have seen evidence of us. Now, they get really upset when you say that. And it, and I say to them, you really want to believe this is going on, don't you? You well, really believe in it. And like well, you say to me, that's sick. There is, there is. Listen, uh, you know, just on a, on a side note there, you know, um, there is a guy that worked, he works for the FBI. I forget his name, I researched it a couple of years ago and he worked for the FBI and he worked in some crime unit sort of taking down satanic cults or rituals or something like that. It was, it was low funded anyway. And he, I think he wrote a book or he's got a podcast and he says that, you know, like he was involved with this here and a lot of these cults or whatnot have actually got ties in with, I'm not saying this is true, by the way, I'm not saying yeah. that I believe it, I'm just saying what he said. And that they've actually got a lot of these cults connected to abortion clinics and the, the people who own the abortion clinics in America sort of run these, or the hub of these cults. And you, you sort of get the picture of what would go on there. And uh, he has this whole story about him sort of being a devil worshiper, having loads of money. He was, he was minted and he just stopped all that. And he then went on to work for the FBI because he had this enlightenment, this sort of uh, religious enlightenment. And yeah, he went, and he went to uh, the FBI and says he told them everything and they didn't get rid of him. They give him a job and he now works with them taking down. Well, apparently, I don't know, you know, apparently he works with them taking down sort of uh, cults in America. But whether that's true or not, I don't know. Well, there's cults, isn't it? But there's one yeah. thing I always say, I remember when it happened. I remember getting the book, Michelle Remembers, which starts at the first Satanic Panic Off. And I got the book and I was, I was already young then, I was a teenager and I read it. And I just got to one scene where this dog or what this mannequin is in a car and its head turns around. I thought, oh, get out of it. You're just robbing it from the exorcist. Mm -hmm. So, and the rest of it just went downhill from there. 
But as I say, in all those years since uh, Michelle remembers, I know Pro Winfrey was believing in all this, and then suddenly she backed away for the mm. ready reason I've just said it would be. Well, she, she's on the flight. She's on the it, flight list. She's on the flight list. Uh, no, oh, it's all total nonsense. Like, <laughs> and there's a question for you about boxing trainer Ben. Sorry to interrupt you guys. Yeah. But, uh, has Sean Atwood spoke about Wilfred Wong's arrest? I mean, I, I've got to be honest, I don't watch all of Sean's podcasts. I tend to tune into the ones which have got a bit of interest to me. Mm. And I'm not one who, I haven't got time to specifically to listen to yeah. every single one. And I switch between him and James and a couple of my other favourites if I want to listen to a long one on a walk. But the Wilfred Wong situation, has he spoken about that? No, he's no. turned around. What he said is uh, he's being careful on it because he was dragged into the police, wasn't he? Over it. Quite yeah. rightfully dragged into the police because he named a child, which you're not supposed to. Mm-hmm. But um, I've always said, and I was saying this well before that happened, I said, Sean Atwood is putting dangerous people on his uh, podcast. Wilford Wong for 30 years was out there and no one took any notes of him. Suddenly he appears on Sean's Atwood with his little ex-Met police friend. And um, then suddenly Wilfred Wong's getting all this attention and jo- Sean is saying that he's on a mission. I'm on a mission. I thought, what the hell is this? He's getting the religious things, isn't he, in his head that he's on. He's mm. been sent by God or something like that. So anyway... Um, I warned him, I said, you want to be careful, I said, because I tell you now, I said, you, these people are dangerous and something's going to go off. Well, next thing, there was the kidnapping. So I got right in front, got in contact with Sean. And I said, have you heard this about your mate? I said, who you're um, promoting all the time. And he went, oh, he said it was a um, failed kidnap attempt. I thought, wait a minute, it's just been released in there. Uh, not a failed kidnap attempt, a failed rescue attempt. It was a failed rescue and so I thought, wait a minute, it's only just come out in the press now. And that's when I thought, you knew. Uh, um, let's say, make, make your mind out, did he know it was coming off or not? Not saying he was involved in it, but did he know it was going off? And suddenly John Wedger went to ground. Now he's resurfaced, John Wedger. Because, of course, all eyes were on him. Did you know Wilfred Wong was... For people that don't know, Wilfred Wong kidnapped with other people, a young eight-year-old boy. And he had a knife on him. The... Thing was, again, who's a victim of satanic ritual abuse and all this business. But Wilfred Wong now is spending, I think it's 15 years in prison. And other people have got other lengthy sentences. So, what was the, what was the, there was two conflicting stories of that. There was one that he was stealing the child and there was one he was trying to save the child. Which one was he trying to do? Was he trying to steal the child for what reason? He reckoned, the mother reckoned he was a part of a, he's being abused by the father in satanic. Cult. It's like that Amsterdam mm. case, which came to nothing. No, um, that was another one. And so they were going to get the child and take the child to France, but someone saw what was going on, alerted the police, and thankfully the police got there and stopped them in the tracks. But yeah, you yeah. still got weird people going around. But Sean, did he know? People have to make your mind up about that. Was he involved in it? Can't say. But all that I can say this is that the impression I get, he's still very much a Wong supporter and he's still very much a... Oh, he still is a wedge of support. No doubt about that. And that's what I mean about people don't know what's going in the background. I didn't know fully what was going in the background, but then he'll do something and it confirms what I thought was right. And don't forget, I was saying this over a year ago 
warning people. I said, be careful. I said, he's got people in the background. If you're vulnerable, don't go there because you don't know what you're going to be led into. And mm -hmm. it was confirmed basically the last time he interviewed John Wedger with this, oh, this woman, which was a total set of no one sent him an email. This woman wants to be exercised. John, can you sort that out for her? Oh, yeah, I'll sort her out. That was just an advert to say, come forward, come forward. And that's why I say I will never have anything to do with him, Sean, again, because... That person who said that I was jealous. Do you remember on your when we were on the show? He said, "Ask the question: Was I jealous of Sean, or why was I jealous of Sean?" It's not that I'm jealous of him; I'm disgusted by him. And I'll right, so you're that. disgusted. You're disgusted with Sean for being involved with the the Wongs and the and the yeah. wedgers. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, that's my view. But you know, other people. Is there a reason to go taking them down and all that? Well, we're all listen. We're all we're all we're all we're all sort of guilty of being gullible at stages. Is, is this is this a stage? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. never a true word spoken. I mean, we're not sure whether that's the the problem with chat is you're never sure whether it's the real person or not. Karma mm. corner. The way that he speaks there, potentially it is the real karma corner. He's obviously listen. And I watched your podcast, Ronan, where he's popped into the chat or oh, someone. Uh, you know, uh, alluding to be him has popped in the chat. And he has, he's, he's putting across some issues. Big up karma, big up karma. Yeah, listen, he's 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 doing a really good job. Um, and I like the way that he, I like I like the way that he does things because he he does it legally and does it properly. He's doing things sensibly and he's not jeopardizing cases. And he's yeah, he attacks people in in a, a humorous way, but he gets his point across. And I think he raises awareness in the way that other people don't. There is some absolute. And I, and I don't use this uh, um, lightly. There's some absolute idiots out there who are really chipping into this cloud chase and trying to get subscribers off the back of it, you know, throwing insults when they're doing nothing about it and genuinely causing what I would say problems for any future yeah. cases by, by saying things which oh, are absolutely gotcha. ludicrous. And I'm not going to start naming people, but that obviously... They know who they are. We can can, all I, say, uh, we can, all can say I say, can I say this? So... People came from the standpoint saying that I I I jumped on the back of Decca and I helped. I wanted to be sort of aligning myself with Decca to get subs. I actually wanted to find somebody that I could learn the game from because I didn't know YouTube and I knew that algor algorithms worked a certain way, but I didn't know how. So I actually wanted to learn that from Decca. But there's these people out there, right? This is no joke. See if I wanted to get subs and views and all this here. I would literally just have, have my phone. Just take a video of myself saying all the most nastiest mean stuff about Decca. And okay, some people have their points. Some people are more informed than me and say these things. But all I have to do is go and F this, F that, F this, F that. Talk all, and title the video Decca Higgy. And you're going to get you're going to get subs and you're going to get views. That's just how it works. So it actually, if anything, if anything, you know, uh, you know, taken from, from the standpoint, I've actually lost subs because of this. I've I see this whole Decca situation. People don't know where they stand with me. Now, I'm not about the subs or the views. I, I want to do this the right way. So I want to get people in who want to hear uh, what I have to say. No, but this, uh, you've walked right into it now with this that you know. Now, this is where I'm going to pull you. Yeah, uh, go ahead. Ronan, because you're not, you're being disingenuous here. That's why I did that video saying, uh, you know, about you doing the shouts out. You were slagging people off, being very nasty about people who, you know, what you call clickbaiting. Though it'd be a Board and show if people didn't clickbait, and it's good to be have people clickbaiting you because it means you're interested and you're going to get views for them. It's a mm -hmm. sign of success. 
But I've noticed what you do is you come on. It's like before you did that one where I pulled just where you were saying about clickbait, and then you had in the title all the names Decker Heggy, all the you're going on about Dad and G the day before that you think Jack, Dan G is right, Dan G is correct, and all this. Mm-hmm. I do, yeah. Mm, what what is he correct about? I think if you look at well, actually, can I sit? Can I do the two points there? Do the two points? Yeah, there? So, uh, so uh, the first point was about the whole clickbaity thing. No, I understand that you have to sort of feed into controversy now and again, or do topical points that people want to hear about. But some people's channels. Like, and if you go onto your channel, it's not just all about one subject. You go onto mm. Steve's channel. If you go onto a lot of channels, it's not just all about one subject. You have to be able to sort of broaden your horizons with subjects, or you're just going to be a, like a one-trick pony. And whenever you do bring out something else, people aren't even going to tune in to hear you because they just want to hear you talk shit. That's what I sort of mean about that. But I understand, yes, that, you know, it would be hypocritical of me to sit here and say, look, I haven't put people... Yeah, of course I have. That's, that's, that's how YouTube works. You have to feed the algorithms now and again. But... Um, in regards to Darren G, uh, he was he was going to train Deca. He he was he was a Deca supporter right up until I was a Deca supporter. Me and him sort of, sp- even though he doesn't know me, I don't know Darren in any way, shape, or form. But even this about the same time that he sort of went, what the fuck's going on here? That's the same time I done it, and what he said sort of resonated with me. He he just animated it better. So he says, look, right now there's thousands of people here that think that you are a nonce. And the way no, that you people... Ronald, jump in there. Mm-hmm. You're, getting, you're talking about something else. I'm not talking about that. What you, oh, what I was talking about when he was calling out Dan and Jay was um, before any of that happened, you were going, oh, I think Dan G is correct. And then that one mm-hmm. came out the next day and I thought, well, all that you're doing is you're shouting out Dan G's name there to hope that he'll note you. Nothing wrong in that. Nothing what do you wrong. mean on his, on his, on his life? No, you were saying, right, Ariel, let me explain this again. You were saying, oh, I think Dan G is right. I think Dan G, Dan G says this right. This is before he made that announcement, proclamation about him. But again, who hasn't he called one of those words? Everyone that he doesn't like becomes one of those people or the gay. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, you were doing that, saying his name, and I thought you're wanting him to hear that. So we allowed to come on your podcast. Did I did I did I did I title his name in the in the video? I don't know whether you title's name, but you said no. the next day you did. The next day you did. And this is where you're not honest about it. No, do I don't think I, I, I don't think I don't think I've ever I think I've titled Darren G's name in one video and it was about the it podcast was, wars. And that was like that yeah. was months ago. That was months ago. But Tell me, right, what is there about Darren G that you find Ethan says is right? And it wasn't well, to do I, with Decker. I don't, I don't believe, every, like, not everything I say is right, not everything that Steve says is right, or yourself, but I definitely believe that I thought that Darren G talked shit before I came on the YouTube. I thought it that does. this guy, right, I thought, no, but this is what I thought, right? And then when I went on the YouTube and realized, hold on, this place is just a seedy world. Not everybody is. But it's a city mm. world full of backstabbers, nonces, rapists, and and just dickheads. And he was trying to tell people this. He was he was saying this in other words, in an animated way. And I went, "Fucking hell, this guy's right, isn't he?" Jesus, I I sort of I sort of should have listened to that guy. Do you know what I mean? And if, that's what I sort of mean by that. That's what I mean by I mean Darren G's right because 
okay, he's not right about everything, but he's right. He's about not that. right about anything at a hundred percent of the time. The man keeps mm. on accusing everyone that he doesn't like. Don't forget what he's. How many times he called out Sean Atwood, called him all sorts. Then it's oh, I'm, then he's thinking, oh, Sean can get me here. Sean can give me some money and all this because he's a mm. right little grabber. Um, mm. He's doing that all the time. He's a vicious, vile homophobe, even though, and I, I've said it to him, I said, Mesa said, you're outed yourself. And you're oh, I disagree with that. I disagree with the homophobic and transphobic and sort of, sort of gender. I disagree with all of that there, and I totally will not, and I but will what say I'm that. Saying yeah. is, you have to be careful, and this is it, Ron, because I watched you interview, you know that um, man the other day, the um, predator, what you call them, predator hunter? Uh, the pedophile hunter. Yeah, Um Always make sure that you call them predator hunts so you'll have once you get monetized, you'll have to leave name YouTube on your oh. back if you put in the tile. But you are a really good interviewer, but never this is what I say this sticks in me. Go back, you really are. I think you've got a, you have got a lot of potential. You will, I think, get where you need to, but you have to. Well, I say you have to. That's the wrong thing to say because I'm dictating to you and I've just said before, people shouldn't No, it's dictate. okay. You, you said, so said how it is. Yeah, it is. Mm. There's these little videos come out where you're talking about yourself and it can come across as very narcissistic and you dictate mm -hmm. to people. And it's like, well, wait a minute. Get there, then dictate to people. But again, it's all, a, as I say, it's a learning curve. We all make mistakes. Steve's made mistakes. Well, I make mistakes. Everyone maybe yeah, look, maybe, none of us, none yeah. of us, are, none of us are perfect. And I think we've all accepted that. None of us are perfect. Well, we can all, maybe, we maybe. Can all make mistakes, and we can all be judged by others. And I, look, any mm -hmm. advice that I give you, Ronan, mm -hmm. and I've I've done some away from this, and I don't intend to start giving you and 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 dictating mm -hmm. on here. I've tried to give you some advice away from it when you were weren't sitting on the fence with with our good friend. Um, mm -hmm. And then, and then, obviously, you know, you've you, you've made your own decisions, and that you make your own decisions, you make your own mistakes in life. And I'm afraid you do the same on YouTube. But the difference is, you're doing it in front of a general public. And you know, we see the comments, we see the comments in in the chat. I want to I want to open up because we only got about twelve minutes left. I don't like to go yeah, over yeah. an hour. Oh, on here. And I, I would like to open up. Anyone's got any questions in the chat? Please feel free to ask them. Whether it's to me, Ronan, particularly Ronan, because we've got him on tonight. Anne and I will be working together over the course of the year, and you can ask us whatever we want. But it'd be nice if you've got any questions for Ronan, ping them in. Ping them I, I just want to ask just, you guys. Yeah. I just want to ask you guys about Tim P -p 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 Price, who seems to have made a a bit of a um, a bit of a, uh, a announcement or two over the last few weeks, and he's been um, someone who has, has claimed in recent in recent weeks that to be a very good friend of my good friend. Uh, Charlie Salvador and it was interesting because I was convinced that I'd had a conversation with Charlie at some point about Tim P -p 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 Price I'm sure I got the eight in there and um, I did manage to dig this up Anyway, if he says he's my mate or anybody else, 
drive. I believe he's still driving around his town with a, a dummy of me. He's got a dummy, a geezer that looks just like me, a dummy, right? Driving man with me in his motor. Come on. All I'm saying is, it ain't my mate. Never was, never could be. He's an unbelievable prat. I put him in touch with Dave Courtney last year to do a bit of business. He done it, Dave's head in, in two days. He's wondering if he's got any legs left. Anyway, he's not my mate, never will be. He's an absolute fucking disgrace to humanity. That's all I've got to say about it. Gracias, seniors. I think that tells you all you need to know about Tim Price, who has literally come yeah. out in the last few weeks and made an absolute idiot of himself. Who is he? I've never heard of him. Um, I will send you a link, and uh, you'll probably you'll probably not enjoy it. I've got to be perfectly honest. It's and, and probably best to go on to Karma Corner actually, and he will show you um, a little bit about who this guy is. But it's 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 weird. Put it that has way. That got, has that got something to do with grasses and answers exposed? Um, I'm, so, not even, the... I'm not even sure who this guy is, uh, be, other yeah. than he was a friend of Paula, uh, the late the late deceased Paula, God bless her and God rest her soul, who was married to Charlie. Um, mm -hmm. And that really, really is just something that I find it bizarre. It's just another bizarre situation uh, that we have, you know, encountered over the last few weeks with this situation. Okay, well, I've got a couple of questions. We'll come to the last 10 minutes. Karma Corner, if it is Karma Corner, says, ask Ronan why he's trying to grow a podcast and network on the back of victims and wrongings. I don't think that's Karma Corner. That's it's, that's not. But I'll ask, I'll answer the question. Answer I'll, the question. Ask. ask the question, uh, and I don't mind asking it if it's not Karma. Apologies, mate. But there. Um, so uh, first and foremost, I wouldn't be trying to be growing a podcast for the back of any victims. Jesus, that's that's terrible. But what I would say is, once I find out the full information, I came from the standpoint that actually, hold on here, we need to. If there is any victims, they need to be protected and the evidence needs to be given to the authorities. And let's do this the right way. Instead of just bringing a man down, um, let's forget about Decky here for two seconds. Let's think about the victims and present the evidence to the to the police and, and, and take it from that standpoint. And you know what you do from now on, don't you? If anyone starts asking you about it, say, I've given me explanation to it. I'm not mm -hmm. answering it again because you'll just be on that hamster wheel. Never stop answering it. Oh yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. You have to move. And on. are you red or a blue? Neither. I hate. Neither. This. I can't stand football. I can't stand us. But I've met a few footballs in my time. Okay, Pablo. Uh, good. Lee Davies. If you haven't watched his video, I did an epic two two hours forty five minute video. It's still pinned to the top of my profile uh, on YouTube. Lee Davies, fantastic story. Check it out. What's your angle of podcast, Ronan? In your words. So basically, I started the channel just willy nilly, right? It's a couple of months ago, and I thought to myself, "Well, just I want to. I want my whole premise is, is to talk about everything, all types of subjects. So from true crime to uh, you know domestic abuse survivors uh, having paedophile hunters on, um, just interviewing people, very interesting people from around the world. But in between the sort of the filler to the like to the whole sandwich that I'm, that my channel is." will be sort of just little clips of me talking about certain subjects that happens in my area or around the world. And that's that's what my, I want my channel to be, is sort of, I interview people, I get better at it, and then hopefully down the road, I'll be able to get a studio, um, which I'm sort of sourcing at the minute, and I can have guests in the actual studio to talk to face-to-face. -to -face. 
Yeah, okay. Well, that's that's good good stuff. Next question. Seekers of the Truth. Ronan, where do you think the podcast world is heading in 2022? What were fights being arranged now, etc.? It's not what it was ever designed for. Why is everyone trying to make a quick book? Well, I think it's great that there's maybe there's ex-criminals that can come in here. Um, not just ex-criminals, but people in general that can come in. They maybe have a fight. Look, you don't need to be the Paul brothers, the Logan Paul brothers, with millions of subs to have a fight, fight with Floyd Mayweather, fight with each other to make money. You can actually have 12,000 subs like living in London and you can fight somebody like Ben Hatchett, who's, what's he got? He got something similar, 10,000 subs, and you can make a few pounds. If there's people making money out of it and they're not sort of doing bad things, fair play, I, I sort of I sort of agree with that. But I see there's an oversaturation of podcasts and people need to know the difference between a podcast and a channel. And some people have both. Do you know what I mean? Um, like a podcast is where you interview people, where a channel is you're just talking about certain subjects and you're just putting up content. And that's the difference. Got no idea who Atwood's imaginary legal team is, but why wouldn't you go live? Why won't you go live with Paddy? I would go live with him, but he won't go live with me. I've moved on, 2022. I'm not going to be bothering about that situation. It's I just a trial account, that. I, I don't need account. to. Um, Karma Corner. I've posted your video. If this is Karma Corner, as I say, I've posted your I've posted your video at the top so people can see it uh, about Tim P -p 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 Price. Ron and I have think of my sieve about you, so I'm not sure when I'm going to pull it yet. Can you tell us what you were doing in 2017? Again, I've seen a couple of people referring to a nightclub incident. Have you had a trouble in a nightclub, Ronan? Can you answer the question? Uh, no, I stopped. I haven't drank properly. That is uh, in years 27 no i definitely wasn't drinking in 2017 so no that uh, listen there's i this is what people are doing right so i don't believe that's the real karma corner but listen i'll, I'll talk about it anyway uh the See, only real, people saying it is and people saying that, that it oh is. listen it doesn't matter it doesn't if it matter is, if, it, if it is i mean look uh, you don't have to you don't have to see anything but 2017 has been mentioned by more than karma corner um, in the chat, people asking, is, is did something happen in a nightclub um, in, in 2017? No. Is, is this no. something that's going to come out at no. some point? There's, no, definitely not, no. <laughs> there's definitely nothing going to come out, no. I've told, okay. there's only one There's only one incident that I had with the police is uh, I got drunk in my local town. I had a fight with a guy. I came out of the pub and I had a bit of a fight outside the pub and I punched the car. The police showed up. They didn't arrest me. I went back to my brother's brother-in-law's house. Was in the doghouse for a week, and that was it. That's the only real thing that I've ever done in my life. That's involved in police. Okay, that's fine. And again, look, I pray. That was, I think, that, that was that was twenty. Hold on, that would have been around about 2016, 2017. So if that's what they're talking about, that probably could have been what it is. Okay. Well, look, we asked the question, Karma, if that if that indeed you is uh, is you. Yep. So look, we've asked the question. Question for all three of you: Do you think? Look, I didn't really want to go down this angle. Do I think he's a police handler? I'm just going to say, no, I don't think he's that clever. Um, in my honest opinion, I think the police would use a lot more sensible people than him. But I think, would he speak to the police to get himself out of a situation? Yes, I do believe that. And that's, that's it's as simple as that. We'll leave it there. And I don't want to ask my guests that question because then it becomes, if he could become embroiled in that situation, uh, Malta Whitley, and I don't really want the mm. channel to be about that this this year. We're going to move, we are going to move on from, from all of that. Okay. Um, look, last, you know, last couple of minutes on, on the show, um, lots, of, lots of people saying they would like to see you, Anne, with, having a sit down with Atwood. Um, that would be real fireworks. I don't think that'll ever happen, will it? He will do it. He was supposed. Didn't he agree on yours? Yeah, I'll come on your on to my channel and he'd have it out with me. 
um, he quickly sent me an email after that and said, oh, you know, I don't hate your Anne and all this. I thought he's bottling it. And then I asked him directly, are you going to come on and do it? And he went, what are you going to ask me about? So I said to him straight away, I said, oh, you've bottled it, haven't you? Which I knew he would. It's actually the third time he's bottled out. He did it over a year ago. People remember him and Wildman challenged me to come on his show about things that were saying. That came true in the end. But he bottled out at both times. So he's got this habit of saying, yeah, I'm going to. Then he bottles out because he knows. Let's put this way. He knows that I'll, I'll um, not let him off the hook once I get him there. Yeah. Anything you want to say to the viewers, um, and before we finish, is there any anything coming up on your channel that people should keep an eye out for? Or, or you know, anything you're hoping to aim for in 2022? I don't know, I just keep me up so you know you can never predict what the future's going to hold, and that's what I always say. And only a fool will do it. Well, was it um, was it John Lennon said if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. And I think that's true. Keep your plans short, <laughs> don't go heading for the future too far out there. Yeah, fair enough. And, no, fair enough. And and Ronan, uh, what about you? Any message for people watching? And um, you know, I mean, I don't think we've been, I don't think we've been unfair to you at all today. I think no, you used to be. But listen, you've been very fair, and I enjoyed. I actually enjoyed tonight. Um, you know, so. But what what I will what I will say is, is that I don't work for Sean Atwood. That was a silly <laughs> joke, right? I don't work for Sean Atwood. There was that. Can you can you actually can you guys tell me? Were you told that I worked for Sean Atwood because apparently no. it's been going on for three months? No, the only it, no. Right. Well, that's okay. That's good. But uh, next week, I'm getting a guy on uh, Taz. Maybe next week or the week after, I'm going to premiere it soon. And he's he served in Afghanistan. He got his two legs blown off, and he's going to be telling his story. So um, I I can't wait for that one and tune in for that. So that's what that's the, that's where I'm going with my channel. That's good. I think 2022 needs to be more yep. positive. And I think yep. look, we we all will unfortunately um, on our channels at some point have to ask a question or answer a question about things. Yeah, either ignore a chat, which I don't like to do, and, I, and I, mm -hmm. I'll answer anything. But ultimately, I genuinely think if we can just move it forward and progress, and, and I think just working together is the best way forward, you know, like uh, and, yeah. and, and everybody well, working together. I'm sorry, Steve Rice. I like being a real housewife bitch. So you're going to get the negative from me. You'll get the positive, but I'll have the negative. That's what you'll get from me. I'll be a bit of karma, karma corner with makeup on and no swear words. That's what I'm going to be. Listen, thank yeah. you for thank you for giving up your valuable time on a night time, and um, you know, really appreciate it. Good luck with everything you do, and I'm looking forward to working with you again. Whenever you need us on, please, please, please give us do. a shout. And uh, Ronan, best of luck with everything you do, and never be. Thank you very much, people. Steve. Never be afraid to pick up the phone and and, and ask, and and you know, if you if you've got questions about anybody or, or whatever, as I say, I'm always on the end of the phone for you, mate. I think uh, I think you're learning all the time, and I think you'll get better as time goes on. And mm -hmm. I think once all of this, all of this stuff and negativity dies down i think you know you'll go from strength to sense so best of luck with it mate and hope to meet up with you one day thank you thank you very much Stephen. Um, thank you Anto. thanks steve and you ronan bye-bye now bye-bye peace, peace.